0: Well, are you glad to be in church on Sunday morning? What a blessing it is. You know, it's easy to take things for granted, but you're sitting up in here clothed and in your right mind, <laughs> saved, names in the Lamb's book of life, they're working on your place today up in heaven. Is that true? It's true. Working on your place and mine. Oh, what we have to look forward to! I want to share with you just a few moments, something the Lord's put on my heart for this time. And and uh, I, how about just uh, uh, don't take any notes this morning. In fact, you can just you can just close your Bible. And set your notes aside, and and we'll have some scripture, of course, but they'll put it up on the screen. I want you to just relax, listen, pay attention, you know. (laughs) Everybody happy? Hmm? The verse that first came to me this morning, and and they'll help us put them up on the screen for us, was John 3.16. Anybody remember John 3:16? It said for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Oh thank God. A lot of people know this verse, it's familiar to them, but it ought not to be so familiar that it doesn't mean anything to you, right? You know, a lot of times people can quote stuff, they can rattle it off, but you can tell it's just mental stuff. Now think about these words, for God, how many believe in God? Is he real? The creator of heaven and earth? So loved the world. God is love, isn't he? He so loved the world that he did what? Gave. He gave. Some years ago, the Lord spoke to my heart this phrase, that the greatest expression of love is giving. When I first heard it, I wondered, is, is that right? The greatest, that's a big statement, the greatest expression of love is, is giving. And while I was pondering it, this verse came to my remembrance. For God so loved the world, didn't say he so loved the world that he yelled from heaven, I love you. <laughs> you know, saying you love people is is great, but it's not the greatest expression of love. Feelings are not the greatest expression of love. People may think it is, but didn't say, for God so loved the world that he said, Oh, feelings. I have such feelings for you. No. What is the greatest expression of love? For God so loved the world that he gave. And the extent and measure and greatness of the love is shown in the greatness of the gift. Isn't it? He so loved the world. He so loved you and I that he gave his only begotten son, his son. Somebody say his son. Now, it's appropriate this time of the year that we celebrate the giving of the baby in the manger, that we have our children all come up and we thank God for the children, and we look at the children, and we we think about the children because God gave us a child, yes. right? Yes. Who became the man who is the Savior of the world. Can you say amen? amen? Hallelujah! I'm getting stirred up already. I don't know about you, but Isaiah nine six. Isaiah 9, 6 says, For unto us a child is born. Somebody say a child. A child child is born. Do you believe that story? That's not just a fairy tale. It's history. It really happened. A baby was born of a virgin mother without an earthly father, born in a manger. How many believe this baby was and is God the Word manifested in the flesh. Oh, hallelujah. And that right now, He's seated at the right hand of majesty on high in a flesh and bone body. And He calls us brother.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Yes, a child is born unto us a son is given. The government shall be on his shoulder. His name shall be called Wonderful. Oh, help me say Wonderful. 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 Counselor. Counselor. The, Mighty the Mighty God. The Everlasting Father. Everlasting Father. The, Prince the Prince of, of Peace. Who? We've sensed his presence in here already this morning, haven't we? And that's one of the big words that describes his presence, peace, peace. He said, peace, I'm giving you. I'm not like the world can give you. You can't find this peace in a bottle. You can't find it in a pill. You can't find it in a drug. This peace, you can only find one place. From the prince of peace. And we have him. And he has us. Unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. Our children are so precious to us. They are the best of everything about us. And they are a future of better than we would be. Yes. Are you listening? Yes. I believe it's God's will that every generation excel the previous, yes. right. that each generation glean from what their parents and And natural and spiritual fathers and mothers have learned and grown in that they take that and that they add to it. How many of that's your will for your children? Is that your desire? You know, a brother, Kenneth Hagin, who's in heaven now, uh, my father in the faith and influencer of many of you. He used to tell us. He'd say, if y'all, he said, it took me all these years to learn these things. Nobody taught me. He said, "He said you've just had it given to you. <laughs> he said you got all these tapes, you got everything, you got me and all these others teaching. He said if you don't take what we've given you and go on from where we are, I'm gonna come back and kick you." He said. <laughs> <laughs> Our children are so precious. They're so valuable. Well, God's child was precious to him. Are you all with me, friends? In Hebrews, again, you don't have to turn there. You can just listen. They'll put it up on the screen. But Hebrews and the uh, first chapter and the second verse. Put that up for us, please. Hebrews... Chapter 1, verse 2. It said that God has in these last days spoken to us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds. How many know the Son of God did not begin in Bethlehem? (laughs) No. He became flesh and was born. Verse 3, who Jesus, being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, he sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. More than once I've heard parents, fathers, mothers, look at their children, different ages, different times. Look at them and smile and go, that's the best thing I ever did. That's the greatest thing I ever have had a part in was that child. And they are their express image of their person. God the Father said Jesus was and is the brightness of His glory. Oh, hallelujah. The express image of Himself, of His person. Jesus Himself said to His followers, If you've seen Me, you've seen the Father. Glory to God. The Father Himself spoke. From heaven, while Jesus walked there and said, "Behold, my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear him, listen to him." I don't even—I don't have to ask if fathers in this place love their children, or if mothers in this place love their children. You love your children. Hmm? You love your children. You love your sons. You love your daughters. You would sacrifice. You would go to the ends of the earth. You would give up things yourself. Huh? Yes, Yes, you would. Because they are so precious to you. Why are you that way? Where did parenthood come from? Where did fatherhood originate and motherhood begin? The Bible said in Ephesians 3. I like this. This is a good verse to, to speak of when you pray. In Ephesians 3 and 14. 3, 14, he said, For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father. Somebody say the Father. The Father, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, The next verse, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. Somebody say, the Father father and his family. family. Say it again, the Father father and his family. family. Glory to God. Church is not supposed to be some uh, formal, cold institution. It's family. Yes. I said it's family. Again, Brother Hagin used to quote this verse. He liked to say this when he knelt down to pray. I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is now. He said, I like it. He said, it sounds homey. <laughs> and it does. It sounds warm. It sounds like love, doesn't it? It sounds like unity. Why are there fathers that love their children? Why are there mothers that love their children? All true parenthood and real fatherhood and real motherhood comes from the Father. The Father of spirits. The Father of the whole family in heaven. And on earth. Now that's an exciting thing. I know this time of the year sometimes people are tempted to be sad because there's someone that's not at the table, someone that has already gone on, but the Bible tells us we didn't lose them. That's right. They're still part of the family. Yes. Part of the family is in heaven, yes. part of the family is down here, yes. but we're all still part of the family. Yes. And soon and very soon, we will all be together forever. And we'll never be separated again. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? It's the holy truth of the word. The reason there's real parenthood, fatherhood, motherhood, is because there is a father of all the family in heaven and earth. And nobody ever loved their children more than he loves his children. All love for the child has come from him. And what we need to grasp this time of the year, and this is something that is so great, that it it almost takes a parent to begin to grasp it. God so loved the world, are y'all with me, Saints? Yes. That he did what? Gave. He gave what? Yes. He gave, he, at that time, his only son. Yes. Amen. Uh-huh. Did he do it? Yes. Did he love his son? Yes. Did he love his son as much as you love your sons and your daughters? Yes. In the Corinthians, put this up for us, please. 2 Corinthians, the ninth chapter. 2 Corinthians 9 and 15. In order for us to go about this season, this time of the year, the rest of our life, seeing things right, we need to understand the magnitude of the gift that has been given. Unto us, a child is born. Unto us a son is given. The Bible said in 2 Corinthians 9, 15, Thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. That's a little vague in the King James. Listen to the New Living Translation. The New Living Translation says, Thank God for his gift too wonderful for words. Language fails us. You have to go to talking in tongues. And you still can't tell it all. Why? Because of the magnitude of this gift. What, what, how great is this gift? Well, how great is the Son of God? How great is God? because his son, his child is the brightness of his own glory and yet he gave us this gift. Let me read another translation to you the Weymouths translation of that same verse second Corinthians 9:15 says thanks be to God for his unspeakably precious Gift. Somebody say, unspeakably precious. precious. The easy to read translation says, easy to read says, thanks be to God for His gift that is too wonderful to describe. That's what it means when it says unspeakable. doesn't mean you can't speak about it. It just means words fail. Trying to say how great this gift is. It's what this season should be about, right? Instead, it's become diluted and muddied and warped and twisted and commercialized and people don't even know what they're doing. They think about elves and (laughs) Santa and and bows and ribbons and will I get what I want? And don't even realize the gift we've already been given. Too wonderful to describe. How many believe if we had a real revelation of this, it'd change the way we thought and felt, not just for the rest of the month, but the rest of our life? We'd, you'd just you'd go around thinking. How amazing that he would do this for us. You know, one thing the devil is always trying to do is tell you and me that we're not worth much. Oh, yeah. He works on children. He works on little ones. He works on adults trying to get you to believe you're not worth much. Not much to you. You don't matter. You don't count. You don't bring much to the table. You don't, you know... Uh, people get to the point where they think, well, why is point in living? My family would be better off without me. Why? Because, you know, you've been thinking on things that you're worthless. You don't matter. Oh, friend, a bigger lie has never been told. That's right. God is not a fool. Only a fool would take the most valuable thing in the universe and give it and pay it for something worthless. And God is not a fool. God is wise. And just by right of what He gave for us and what He gave to purchase to redeem us proves our value exceeds any silver, any gold, any natural thing. We are the apple of His eye. We are precious in His sight. Don't you believe the lies of the devil? you are important you are unique you are one of a kind and god loves you he loved you so much that he gave his child for you do you believe it friends yes. the amplified put that up for us second corinthians 9:15 now thanks be to god for his gift. Somebody say, Thank you, Lord, for your gift. Thank you, Thank you, Father, for your gift. Precious beyond telling, his indescribable, inexpressible, free gift. Hallelujah. His indescribable, inexpressible, free gift. Now, Romans says it like this. Romans 6.23, put that up for us. It's not just that He gave us the Master. Why did He give us the Master? The wages of sin is death. And all of us have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the what? The what? The gift of God is eternal life. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody say glory to God. God. Say it again, glory to God. God. Say it again, glory to God. Glory to God. God. Thank you, Lord. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now let's go a bit further. Are you believing with me to, to get a, a greater grasp of how great the gift is that he has given us? I mean, a lot of you have had several Christmases. You've heard several Christmas stories. You've, you've been around a while, but does that mean you fully comprehend what it means? What kind of gift the Father gave us? Romans, the fifth chapter, and the sixth verse. If you'd put it up for us, Romans five and six. It says, "For when we were yet without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly." I've heard people try to say, "Well, you know, I'm I'm not fit to go to church. I I've done so many ugly and bad and mean things. Uh, you qualify." <laughs> that's who the Lord died for right. <laughs> well but you don't know what I've done preacher. Yeah, and you don't know how great the gift is you don't know how powerful the blood is doesn't matter what you've done verse 7 for scarcely for a righteous man will one die yet peradventure for a good man some would even dare to die Verse 8, but God commends His love toward us. This is where He showed us how much He loved us. You know, it is such an insult for ignorant people to shake a fist and go, God, you know, if you love me, why don't you do this? Or do you really love me? He has proven His love for us beyond question, beyond critique. Right? How? He's demonstrated His love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And I may know the Father gave Him. He did it willingly, but the Father gave His Son, His child. Now think about this. How many of you would give your son to die to save somebody that didn't care about you was opposed to you how many you'd give your daughter you'd give your son Give them up to die in order to save someone who didn't even acknowledge that you existed, didn't care about you, or was in fact your enemy. Would you do it? These precious ones we saw up here, you're going to give them to die for somebody that doesn't even care about you. That's the measure of God's love for us. It is a love beyond description, isn't it? Don't think that his heart wasn't touched like yours would be. Don't think he wasn't moved. Don't think he couldn't feel. When his son... Was crying out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? What does it do to a parent to stand by and your child is crying out to you to save them or be with them? And you're going to sacrifice them to save somebody. They don't even care about you yet. Somebody say, how great. How great great His love. Listen, Listen to this phrase. The easy to read version of that same passage, Romans 5 and 6. For Christ died for us when we were unable to help ourselves. We were living against God. But at just the right time, Christ died for us. Very few people will die to save the life of someone else, even if it's for a good person. Someone might be willing to die for an especially good person, but Christ died for us while we were still sinners. And by this, God showed how much He loves us. 1 John talks about we have believed the love that God has for us. It's so sad that people hear these things and to them it's like a fairy tale or imagination or it sounds too good to be true and they just cast it aside. They, They pay it no attention. It's true. I said it's true. While we were yet his enemies, he loved us so much that he gave his precious, beyond telling child and sacrificed him and gave him up to save us. Hallelujah. Ephesians 2, 4. Ephesians 2 4 says, But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, has quickened us together with Christ. By grace you're saved, and he has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ. So that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. It was such a great thing, and is, and it rent his heart, and it was so hard on Jesus. But they both did it in faith, yes, they did. believing for resurrection. Oh, hallelujah. Looking down through the centuries and seeing your face and mine and believing that it was worth it. It was worth such a price. It was worth such a sacrifice because He could see your face and He could see mine and He could see us becoming children of the Most High like Jesus is so that now He's not just the first begotten, He's the firstborn of many brethren of whom you and I are one. Do you believe it? And He didn't just save us only to cause us to miss hell. Thank God for that. But He saved us so that throughout the ages to come, He would reveal and manifest and show us the exceeding riches of His grace. Ten thousand years from now, a million years from now, when you and I think it couldn't get any better than this, We've seen it all, we think we've heard it all. The Lord say, "You like this, we go, "Oh Father, oh, oh, He said, look at this," and he'll unfold some. we'll go, oh. oh, wow, glory to God, And that will never end. because he never peaks. He never runs out. What would give you would give me? The right to be a part of such a family. To rule and reign with him. In his eternal kingdom. What? What? For God so loved us. That he gave to us. The gift. The heavenly gift. Too precious for words to describe. And Romans says this in Romans 8. I, I like to shout about it, think about it sometimes. He said, if God spared not his son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely, freely give us all things? You, you hear people look at you in amazement when they hear us preach and say, you mean God would give me a car? You mean God would give us a house? You mean God would give me some nice jewelry and some new clothes? Listen, if there were ever anything that He would withhold from you because it was too valuable, it would have been His Son. And in that He gave you His Son, what's a house? What's a car? Listen, if He gave you Jesus, will He not with Him also freely give you all things? And really, when he gave us Jesus, he did give us all things that pertain unto life and to godliness. We are blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. I've about preached myself happy. Do you believe this this morning, saints? Is this the truth? Said out loud, thanks be unto God. For his gift, his his precious gift. gift. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Unspeakable. Too amazing for words. What he has given us. We referred to 1 John. It says, We have believed the love. What remains for us, for everybody on the planet? It's so simple. It's just to believe. This good news—it's just to receive this great love that's indescribable. You can't understand it all, but by faith you can receive it. I said, by faith you can receive it, and you can take it to yourself, and you can begin to say you can—you can rename yourself like John, one of the twelve did. <laughs> Instead of referring to himself as John, he said. Uh, I'm the one the Lord loves. <laughs> kind of sounds like Phyllis, don't it? <laughs> I'm the one the Lord loves. Well, the sad thing is, there are so many on the planet that don't believe that. They believe lies. Well, I can't. If, if God is real, I don't see it. If he's God of love, why would he let this happen to me? And why didn't he do this? And, and why? He... They don't believe it. Right. They don't believe the love. They haven't received the love. It's so sad. And some of them, I can't can't accept that. I can't believe that. We saw these little ones up here. Full of life. A lot of them, in just uh, not many hours, will be looking for some presents. (laughs) Some stuff that's wrapped up. Boxes and this and that and the other. And I assure you, these little ones will not see the thing that they've been looking for and wanting and back up and go, Oh, I can't receive that. (laughs) Oh, that's too... I I, I just can't. That's just... I, I can't receive... Are you kidding? You know the paper will fly. (laughs) Huh? (laughs) And that's what you want. It would grieve you to see them backing away, hanging their little head going, oh, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy of a big red fire truck like that. Oh, no. (laughs) I didn't wash behind my ears and I did take an extra cookie and I'm I'm not worthy. Would that please you if they didn't enjoy what you sacrificed or worked for? That wouldn't please you. And the Bible said, unless you be converted and become like little children, you won't enter into the kingdom of God. Friend, we gotta get rid of all this false and fake humility, religious junk. Did you hear me? I'm not worthy. People don't even believe that. Except in church on Sunday morning. (laughs) You try to tell them they're not worthy on a Tuesday afternoon at the job. It's fighting words, man. You know what I'm talking about? It's religious junk. And it's God. And his son, our master, the Lord Jesus, went to the links. they have gone for us and paid the price they have paid for us to secure for us our salvation, our forgiveness, our peace of mind, our healing, our prosperity, our victory. Then, friend, you are to tear the paper off. You are to run down. Come on. You are to tear the paper off and say, I believe I receive it. I believe I receive it. I receive the love. I believe how much He loves me. I believe He really has given me everything. And I receive it in Jesus' name. Can you say amen? Stand up on your feet, everybody. Lift up your hands and give glory to God. Oh, praise you. Say it out loud. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, you, Jesus. Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Let's sing the love of
1: God. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. He thank goes you, Lord. The highest love. Oh, thank you, Lord. And to the Oh, the love God. of God. Lord. Sing it again.
0: Your eyes, focus on Him, and tell Him how thankful you are for the greatest gift, the greatest love that's ever been demonstrated, the greatest gift that's ever been given. Everybody say, I believe that love, I receive
1: that gift. Oh, Father, we praise you, give you the glory For a gift too wonderful to describe For the Holy One, for your precious Son The Holy Child
0: you're here this morning in the building are you watching by internet or TV you've never received the gift of eternal life you've never received Jesus as your Lord and Master please friend don't turn him away today don't tell him no receive this amazing gift We'd be glad to pray with you and believe with you. Walk beside you as you come to the Lord. If that's you this morning, you'd raise your hand and say, Brother Keith, that's me. Pray for me. I need to give my life to the Lord. I need to come home to Him. I haven't accepted that gift, but I'm ready to accept Him today. Or you might say, Brother Keith, I, I have walked with the Lord in times past. I did receive Him, but. I got away from him. I I left him. And you need to come back. If that's you, raise your hand and say, I'm coming back. I left him, but I'm coming back. I'm coming back today. If you're watching by internet, raise your hand. The Lord will see it. Or TV, the Lord will see it. We'll pray for you there, just like we pray for these here. Oh, hallelujah. Friend, if you raised your hand, or you should have raised your hand to come give your heart to the Lord or to come back to the Master would you please be bold and unashamed the Lord said if you're ashamed of me in front of men I'll be ashamed of you before the Father but if you'll confess me in front of men I'll confess you before the Father and His angels so it's not okay to be a closet Christian you got to be willing to stand up let, let everybody see and know so if that's you every one of us that are here that are saved at some point somewhere we stood up we came forward we stepped out we, we identified with him there's nobody that didn't need Jesus so if that's you this morning and you raised your hand or you should have raised your hand please would you give me the honor of praying with you would you step out from wherever you are and come down here right now and meet me let me pray with you please sing it as they come
1: Oh the, God, oh, the love of God, how rich and pure, how measureless and, and strong! Oh, 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 it shall forever, forever, endure, forever. again, the of God, come right now, come right now, give your life to the Lord, or to come back home, hallelujah
0: guys I'm so glad you came so glad you would you close your eyes right now and just focus on the Lord he's real he's here forget about everybody and everything except him and just expect him to do what we're going to pray and ask him to do right now everybody in the congregation as I lead you you'll reaffirm or affirm your faith watching by internet or TV I'm praying for you It's not too late if you're in this place and you should be down here. Come right now. Come even while we're praying. The important thing is that you don't fail to come. Father, I pray for these here in the building and all over the place that have lifted up a hand, that have come forward, that have responded and said, I'm receiving the heavenly gift. I'm giving my life to you or I'm I'm coming back home to you. How you love them. How precious they are to you. You proved it by what you gave for them and for us all. You said those coming to you like this, believing on you, drawn of your spirit, no way would you reject them or refuse them or turn them aside. So we have your word for it that they are accepted in the beloved. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Everybody said out loud, In the front, in the back, by internet, said out loud, Father God, I believe in You. I believe in Your Son, Jesus, the amazing gift that You gave for me. I believe He died on the cross, paid for all my sins. I believe You've raised Him from the dead, and He's alive right now. King of kings and Lord of lords Jesus I am not ashamed to call you my Lord and my Savior thank you that you're not ashamed to call me yours oh hallelujah praise you praise you believe he heard that prayer sing it again
1: Oh, the love of God, God how rich and pure! How rich and